this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are whispering classic poetry from Oscar Wilde, D.H. Lawrence, and Walt Whitman. So what I'll be doing is just rotating, so to speak. So I'll read one from D.H. Lawrence, then from Walt Whitman, then from Oscar Wilde. Not necessarily always in, a, in the same order, but just to give us a little bit of variety. The first poem is titled Self-Pity by D.H. Lawrence. I never saw a wild thing sorry for itself. A small bird will drop frozen dead from above without ever having felt sorry for itself. sets the black poplars a shake with hysterical laughter, while slowly the house of day is closing its eastern shutters. Further down the valley, the clustered tombstones recede, winding, winding about their dimness the mist's gray cerements, after the street lamps in the darkness have suddenly started to bleed. The leaves fly over the window and utter a word to the face that leans from the darkness intent with two dark-filled eyes that watch forever earnestly from behind the window glass by the Arno by Oscar Wilde The oleander on the wall goes crimson in the drawing light through the gray shadows of the night lie yet on thorns like a palm bright upon the hill, and bright the blossoms overhead, but ah, the grasshoppers have fled, the little attic song is still. Only the leaves are gently stirred by the soft breathing of the gale, and in the almond-scented vale the lonely nightingale is heard. The day will make thee silent soon, O nightingale sing on for love, while yet upon the shadowy grove splendor The silent lawn, its sea green mist, the morning steals, and to love's frightened eyes reveals the long white fingers of the dawn. Fast climbing up the eastern sky to grasp and slay the shuddering night, while careless of my heart's delight, or if the nightingale should die. are, for exile weary feet as mine to tread, and oh how salt and bitter is the bread which falls from this hound's table, better far that I had died in the red waves of war, when at the gate of thorns bear my head, than to live thus by all things comraded would shake the essence of my soul to mar. Curse God and die, what better hopes than this? 
singing to me, taking me back down the vista of years till I see a child sitting under the piano in the boom of the tinkling strings, impressing the small, poised feet of a mother who smiles as he sings. In spite of myself, the insidious mastery of song betrays me back till the heart of me weeps to belong to the old Sunday evenings at home with the winter outside hymns in the cosy, cozy parlor, the tinkling So now it is vain for the singer to burst into glamour with a great black piano appassionato. The glamour of childish days is upon me. My manhood is cast down in the flood of remembrance. I weep like a child for the past. Thy reigns of terror, thy great anarchies, mirror my wildest passions like the sea, and give me rage, a brother, liberty. For this sake only do thy dissonant cries delight my discreet soul, else might all kings, by bloody knout or treacherous cannonades, rob nations of their rights and violate, and I remain unmoved, and yet, and yet, these Christs that die upon knows it, I am with them in some things. Apologia by Oscar Wilde Is it thy will that I should wax and wane, barter my cloth of gold for honor gray, and at thy pleasure weave that web of pain, whose brightest threads are each a wasted day? Is it thy will, love that I love so well? My soul's house should be a tortured spot, wherein, like evil paramours, must dwell the 
captain does not answer. His lips are pale and still. My father does not feel my arm. He has no pulse or will. The ship is anchored safe and sound, its voyage closed and done. From fearful trip to the victor's ship comes in with object one. Exult those shores and ring, O bells. But I with mournful tread walk the deck my captain lies. dividing by Walt Whitman. The prairie grass dividing, its special odor breathing, I demand of it the spiritual corresponding, demand the most copious and close companionship of men, demand the blades to rise, words, acts, beings, those of the open atmosphere, coarse, sunlit, fresh, nutritious, those that go their own gait, Stepping with freedom and command, leading, not following. Those with a never quelled audacity, those with sweet and lusty flesh clear of taint, those that look carelessly in the faces of presidents and governors as to say, Who are you? Those of earth born passion, simple, never constrained, never obedient, those of inland America. sail, the wind was blowing fair for the blue lands that to the eastward lie on the steep brow I marked with quickening eye Zekinthos, every olive grove and creek, Ithaca's cliff the count's snowy peak and all the flowers trailing in hills of Argeti the flapping of the sail against the mast, the ripple of the water on the side, the ripple of girls' laughter at the stern, the only sounds when in sun upon the seas to ride, I stood upon the soil of Greece at last. And that is the final classic poem that I have for this episode. If you have any questions or comments, if you have suggestions on what I should read next, you can always email the show at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. If you have your own poetry you'd like me to read, um, then I would certainly entertain the idea. You can also send that to sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening.